2: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
3: It was third and two. He was going to Ayuk, who t- stumbled and fell on the play, and they doubled McCaffrey. So he had to go all the way back to the other side to find Kittle four three yards to a first down to keep that drive alive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you just go, he sees the whole field, sideline to sideline, and then anything down the field he sees. He's got the eyes of a hawk, and then he just has the footwork to make sure that every throw is just about perfect.
4: Damn. can make the Jets a playoff team.
1: You believe that? I can't prove him wrong mm-hmm. now. And I, I'm going to say yes because the Jets' defense is stellar. I don't want to say as good as the Niners, but early on, I mean, it's one of the best defensive units going, especially when they're motivated and knowing they got an offense. But you watch Zach Wilson and how close those excuse me, Johnny—those games were in the balance. I mean, I wish free. Our caller we had a couple calls ago feeling like Brock's not getting his just due. I mean, that's a hell of a compliment right there. Here's also what Baldy said about
4: why quarterbacks got to be the
3: MVP. Brock goes down on the sixth play of the NFC Championship game. The game was over. That's why. Because yeah, you can't... You. Like, look, Jake Browning played lights out last night and won a shootout with, you know, Trevor Lawrence. That offense hadn't looked that good all year. Yeah. It's the best it's looked all year. And the quarterback was was fantastic. It was virtuoso performance. So the quarterbacks make every They make the secretaries better, yeah. quite honestly. <laughs> yeah. They it's make true. the equipment managers better. They make everybody better. You know, here's the thing is you can't... Decide in a, in a particular year, maybe this year. Yeah, you go. You know, let's give it to somebody else besides no quarterback. Doubt. No doubt. Like if no, the, quarterback I, I'll, I'll yeah. the quarterback is deserving, the quarterback is deserving. If if all the quarterbacks are just flubbing out there and throwing picks, right, and everybody's winning in spite of their quarterback. All right, let's look someplace right. else. That's Baldi, uh
4: Brian Balding on with the morning show, uh, talking about why Purdy's the MVP. Goo.
1: No, I'm not mad at it. And if they finish this season out. Let's just say, Stoney with one more loss, or even with one more loss, and he's compiling the TD numbers and 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 protecting the ball. I mean, this will be, I mean, this will be the surprise MVP in MVP history, right in the NFL. Yeah, I would this, think so. Can anybody? For I know sure. the Young Cats back, Thunder Cats, can come up with a Kurt name. Kurt Warner. Yeah, damn. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Warner, Stoney. It would be. I mean, he's he took his not only and got a Super Bowl with it. Let's go to uh, Philmo Mike. Mike. Hey, what's up, Philmo? How you doing, man?
5: I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Doing well. Hey, hey. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I just wanted to say, man, interesting conversation. uh, Took a couple of things. I think the thing that's unique about Purdy and the Niners, now, okay, the Niners, I mean, Purdy could go to the Jets and probably make them a playoff team and stuff. But with this team, the fit is like a, it's like a perfect fit. You got, you got, you got CMC. You feel me? You got uh, Kittle and uh, and uh, and Party. I call them White Boys Matter. You got the Yak Bros. You got Ayuk. You got uh, it, like everything is, it fits. Like it's like it's like it's supposed to be. It's like a it's like a perfect grip, a perfect feel. Temperaments with on the team. Debo and uh, Trent Williams leading them out. You got Fred Warner. The fit is just it's super tight and then what we're seeing, we're seeing that. That's why everybody's saying the Niners are the best team because the fit is just so it's just it's just effortless. It's effortless. Mm. Uh you, you know what I mean? And then also what I wanna say is I just can't wait to see like Mel Kiper juniors and all the, all the pundits, they're going to be looking for quarterback or, or teams are going to be looking for that diamond in the rough all because of party. All because of Purdy, and with with also what Purdy did on on Sunday, he changed. Like a lot of people, that's the line in the sand. I heard Shannon Sharp, oh, like you 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 change your after you see a game like that, you start to change your narrative and say, oh, you he can do this and he can do that. But before Shannon Sharp was, oh man, anybody can run the Niners, but now he saw it and he says, you know, it changes it changes things. Mike Gain and uh, Purdy played. Let on
1: me ask Sunday. you this, Mike, and I know life's not fair. We had Acho on last week. I don't know if you heard him, but he did say the three games that the Niners were without the offense, Debo and Trent, he felt like uh, Purdy didn't step up, so he can't give them the MVP. Do you find that fair? Because I think that's kind of weak.
5: I mean, that's his opinion. I, I, I do think that's kind of weak. But I also, it goes back to my earlier premise where thesis about the fit. We, we do need everybody. Mm. I hate to say okay. it. We kind of need everybody at a certain level. But I think Brock right now is playing like an MVP. And I don't want him to win MVP, honestly. I don't care about that. I care about that Lombardi. Mm.
4: Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the call. Yeah.
3: This is Brian Baldinger on uh, whether it is Super Bowl or bust for the Niners. The only way it goes down is an all-timer is if they win a Super Bowl. Nothing short yeah, of it. I, I mean, agree. You can put up all the stats you want. You can have all the great, glorious Sundays in a regular season. Yeah. You could blow out some seventh seed in the, in, in, you know, in the first round of the playoffs. But unless they win the Super Bowl, then nobody's going to talk about them. Damn. That's Brian Baldinger. He was on with the morning show.
1: So that might be their biggest foe, Stanley pressure. Internal pressure. I'm just, you know, we never know that a player or players are dealing with it, but damn, if you're telling me right now going into this upcoming week that people are saying, "Hey Niners, you got nothing else to show us in the regular. We think you're good enough to win it. I do think you can get tight." You know? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. And then I do wonder real quick if they're going to, you said it earlier, if they're going to play two or three games. I know that'll play itself out, but damn, who wouldn't want not to play that extra game or not have to? That's big. 888 957
4: 9570 is the number. Uh, The 49ers, right now, the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Even if you're a 49er fan, you still don't want to not be the one seed, right? You, you don't want to play the first week no, of the seed no, no. of the of the playoffs right I know I wouldn't what's the difference between the 49ers getting that number one seed and not getting that number one seed if you're a 49er fan and maybe your answer is doesn't matter we can win it from both spots but to me I think there's just I mean that's that's what surprised that's what surprises me most is I just by the numbers Whoever the number one seed is, I feel like's got obviously uh a head start to the Super Bowl. And the fact that the Niners are the top seed and right now still only the number two seed obviously shows what Vegas and the fan the fans think of the uh, San Francisco 49ers.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you this, Donnie, just to answer your question, let's just say the Eagles don't get their stuff right. We know they're making the playoffs, but could you imagine if somehow um the Niners didn't take advantage of a Philly loss? And the the, the the rest of the way to where the Niners could end up – Dallas could win the East and the Niners could be playing Philly on week one of the playoffs if it jumped off like that. Who would want those problems, you know? And, you know, maybe the Niners, if they don't get the number one seed, maybe it's Dallas they're playing in the first round or these young whippersnappers and up-and-coming Green Bay Rams. I'm not saying you would be scared or even Seattle, but, I mean, it's just a game – that you don't want to have to play. Debo Samuel knows who
4: the MVP is.
6: Where's Brock in your your personal MVP conversation?
4: Man, my boy number one right now. I know you know
1: the big. Who's got a so voice? Sounds like Kay Adams. Yeah. K Up in Adams, Adams Paul. Up in Adams. Can I hear it again? Spadonia's answer. <laughs> I like the. Oh, I got to do it. Hold on
6: where's brock in your your personal mvp conversation
5: man my boy number one right
7: now i know you open
1: that's not it do divo mike can sing too did you see the video of them i know you don't care about this stuff study they were dancing before the, coming out of the tunnel they they danced the whole. I was like, "Say some energy, put that fire them up And your boy had to boombox, Daddy, I just wanted to jump in. I got a couple moves. I made a couple moves Saturday night, but they they just they're connected, man. Well, they are right now. <laughs> and there's no doubt about that. Um, they was getting down. You think?
4: What do you, what do you think about? So D, if Debo says it's Purdy, then it's got to be Purdy, not McCaffrey, right? If your teammate's saying Purdy, then it's got to be the yeah. quarterback.
1: You know, where I, you, you know how I feel when this all started and how emotional I was about what I think the NFL's doing to the running back position. And what I hate about it, and I do understand, is, Stiney, I would love – and again, it goes back to that, so tell me, Goo, you know what it is. But I just – what did McCaffrey not do to fall off the list? Besides be in the wrong position. That's what's so amazing about this. Because before Brock emerged early on, it was McCaffrey. And now I get he's a running back, goo, let it go. But I don't feel like his play has subsided to where we don't talk about him. And the other, the only non-quarterback we hear about is Tyreek Hill. And I get it, but gosh, this ain't the Marshall Fogg days or Walter Payton days or Roger Craig days of running back, man. Let's go to Robin. Robin's
8: in Oakland. Hey, Robin, how are you? Hey. No, never Robin in Oakland. Robin is half a That's what, what I, I said. It's two of them.
4: Does somebody want to? <laughs> does somebody want to apologize to Robin? She says she in the. Go city. ahead, John. <laughs> Sorry, you Robin. Never have to apologize. Ever apologize to me, uh, Simon?
8: That you might have thought. You know. You know, I just chalk it up. I forget all my kids' names. So, you know, thank you for having me on since I called in yesterday and my connection was really bad. This is what I want to say. I just jumped in the car. I don't know what the conversation has been like. Obvious, the Niners. So, yes, it was a great win. On, on Sunday, and it was a very dominant win. Something that you don't see the, the, the Niners do consistently dominate like that, and, and, and particularly dominate in the trenches. They, they lose next week, they'll fall to the bottom of being the favorite. You know, I take this right. week by week. The next test, and I'll be in the house on Christmas Day. Look at her. <laughs> In section 134, seat four, baby. I bought myself a ticket and treated myself, okay? There you go. I'll be in the house on Christmas Day. The next powerhouse is, is the Ravens. You know, after a big win like that, sometimes the team crash, and I hope we don't crash against the Seahouse. But, Simon, I wanted to say to you and indeed, we did that in the trenches. If we can continue to do that in the trenches besides health, okay, because we've been healthy and got a the trenches. If we can continue to win in the trenches, then we got this we got this. But to consistently do that and to and, and to go up against, you know, maybe the egos again like that, that is the biggest fear for me. Can we still out muscle people in the trenches? Peace out, guys.
1: Well it sure felt like they did it on Sunday. Oh man. In a made I'm going E forty sounder in a major way. So uh, I told you, Seth Joyner is on Philly radio, calling out the secondary, saying they were afraid to tackle Debo when you got him. And what about Debo bringing the? I know Ray Ray was inactive, but Stanley kind of ran that first quarterback. Just having Debo tell the coach, "I'll I'll, I'll return the kicks," was kind of like that. Let you know what time it was. Definitely, sign that was a big
4: game. I mean, you put Debo back there, man. man Can he return he brought- punts too? Or just kickoffs, Debo Samuel.
1: We've seen him return punts. Has he? Yeah, but he brought that to the thirty.
4: Yeah, that should have. That that's something that Debo nice to have in your back pocket. Right. Uh, Danny's in San Jose. Hey, Danny, what's going on, man? Ever,
1: Danny, Danny, you can call back if yeah. you want. I don't know what happened there. It probably would work. Saw the
4: when boss.
9: you hear that little bump. Thing. I don't oh. know if I could turn it off. But I kind of like it. It's, that's I don't
4: knowledge. mind it. Or when his boss was up, coming. Spadoni. It's not. That, his. That's when they hang up. Correct. Right, and that's what we didn't hear for Dick Vermeil last week. Oh
1: that's
4: my! Why that
9: would hurt.
1: I me. I don't think it was Dick They Vermeel said he hung up. up. There. No, no but there was a dial tone.
4: So you. <laughs> but he
1: was still. Yeah, yeah I get you. Right no, no, I'm not pointing fingers. But that one not Well,
4: that that made it. That made it. Uh, confusing, yeah. Whether it would actually happen or not, whether Dick Vermut well
1: he didn't hang up on us. He was invested.
4: Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was him. Or oh, I'm going to
1: watch it. Believe me. I, I really, I, I
6: really love these. <laughs> there's, no, there's un-
1: just <laughs> no way, Younger. It was so kind that, of foreshadowing the no game. No doubt, still. Yeah. Uh, they were talking for a while. My own apology, man. <laughs> that was, yeah, he probably like the hell with those guys in Frisco.
4: By the way, uh, let's hear what Bosa said on the uh, green law and uh, the security guard dude.
7: I definitely don't like when um, other people get involved. I don't know exactly what happened. Dre has been really the enforcer for this defense since we got here in 19, and, and that's what makes him who he is. So we're not going to uh, knock him for being that, but with in that situation, he knows he can't do that, and um, it was a perfect learning lesson at this moment. Down the road, I don't, I don't think he'll make that mistake again.
4: So at least Boast is saying it was a mistake. From
1: Green-
4: what are you laughing at? For, from it's just with
9: Greenlaw. It's like we're, I feel like we've heard this before in the Bay with players saying, "Oh yeah, well he's our enforcer," and we kind of expect that. So. But I, I think down the road he's not going to do this again. Does that, does
4: that ring a bell, Steiner? Yeah, that does ring a bell. Especially in football. You can never say.
1: I can't remember the last player uh, that I, I can remember got ejected from a game. Just not a Niner. Green, just,
4: Greenlaw a year ago. Are we just talking football? Yeah. Oh, I think,
1: oh uh, you know that. I could just go dream my <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah no. Uh, Greenlaw, Greenlaw got
4: ejected uh, last year for something. I read that in the other flag. Now oh, okay. Uh, but I, I forget remember. the specifics. Yeah. But he's had, he's
9: also had a few kind of personal foul calls this season, late hit out right. of bounds. He's stuff nasty. That he, he, I mean, it's, it's kind of been his M.O. And yeah. if he is that enforcer, that's huge for your team. But will will that come to rear its head later down the road?
1: And how much do you need? I get the enforcer and Draymond, big brother in basketball, baseball, Stiney, but I feel like the pitcher's a big brother to throw it, guys if something pops off. But – how how much do you need an enforcer when you got you're playing the gladiator sport?
4: I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the responsibilities of those guys are, uh, even a little bit. I couldn't
1: believe he got ejected and Philly couldn't take advantage. I was like, oh man, you just weakened the Niner D. Uh,
4: Comcast, uh, text line, Comcast business text line, saying nine two five. He was ejected for a Justin Herbert hit last year. Greenlaw, does that sound right? Hit on Justin Herbert last year, Mm. Greenlaw. Okay, Um, So the Draymond meme is correct. Yeah, I guess so. I wanted to hear what Kyle Shanahan said about what happened the first six plays.
7: It's so funny how you guys look at it. There's no philosophical approach to how you're going to open up the second along and third and long. So, like, you balance stuff out pretty well. I mean, or you try to. Sometimes you come out running. Sometimes you come out throwing. It doesn't – you never come out and say, hey, first four balls are going to this guy. Next three are going to this guy. I mean, we had – that first play was planned. Usually in two shell, if B.A. crosses face, he gets the ball, but it got tipped. If he doesn't, then it would have gone to Debo. What was the next play? Uh, next play, could have to any four of them. Um, we ended up not going to George over the ball, and I think we took a sack. And then you have third and long. Not going to hand it off too much on third and long. I think we did throw a pass to Christian there on third and long. It was incomplete, so that was the third play of the game went to him. The next time up, we had Christian on a bubble. We didn't throw it, so we handed it off to Debo. It's kind of a – it's a, it's a it's it's an RPO, so you got to read what the linebacker does so it could go to either of them. We lost five yards on it, Was put you into second and 15, so didn't really want to call a run play there next on second and 15, so you get off your script and you go to a pass to try to get back to Mandel third. I think um, – I want to say we had a false start. And then you get to a third and long and uh, I think Brock do it out of bounds. So
1: So he he does veer away forwards it. That like if it's second or third long, he'll he'll leave the script for something in that column. I guess so. Yeah.
4: I guess so. That was a little bit uh shades of the more to educate the better from the beginning. Oh, no, I
1: thought you were gonna go
7: uh, It's so funny how you guys look at it. There's no philosophical approach to how you're gonna open up a second and long and third and long.
1: <laughs> Can I tell you what I thought you were gonna say? Yeah. You what? ever remember his rival McVay? Remember every play that Yeah, I, do remember I that. thought that's kinda of, that's awesome. like he threw it over there there was a fault. Like I like that stuff. Dudes are in tune, man.
4: Uh 5-1 on the Comcast
1: Business text line. Bosa did not have a good day against Lane Johnson. I mean, he's one of the I'm no ex- I'm not making an excuse. My guy Squirt thinks I am. Jesus, lay off me, but Stani, it was that's one of the best guys to ever do it. It was 50-50. Yeah, he Bosa, he's a strong dude, man. Well, I guess Bosa
4: had eight pressures, yeah. which was more than any the, other no doubt about it. guy on the Niners. Right. The Niners held the Eagles to 19 points. That's pretty good. So I think if the if you tell the 49ers Bosa didn't have a good game, they'll say, we'll take more of those games as long as we don't give up 19 points man. or more. I mean... I how could he how could they that was not like,
1: perfect man.
4: To me it's always <laughs> hard first to drives. Yeah, to me it's always yeah. hard to single out um cuz Philly did a bad move. performance in a good game. It yeah. doesn't matter like it kind of doesn't matter. right? And it wasn't a bad performance anyway.
1: And when they got down there we D'd up twice. Uh
4: 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh Brian Baldinger he said it. He thinks Purdy's the most Valuable player on his team. He thinks the Niners are the team to beat if they're healthy. Uh, Let's go to Mike. Mike's in Hayward. Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Hi, how you doing? Um, Yeah, I kind of just
6: want to talk about uh, uh, the fact that it was uh, head of security and Trey Greenlaw. That guy shouldn't even have been on the field to begin with. He's supposed to be the guy stopping fans from from doing that kind of thing, not be the one participating
1: in that kind of thing. Yeah. Any problem with that study? I, I like, don't know what I, I don't know what his duties are. But, but his, his duties were uh, again, I don't got him in print, but keep the fans off the field and away from the players. Okay, so he's got – he's. what if a brawl breaks out? He's chief
9: security officer for the Philadelphia Eagles. So okay. player and personnel, he manages the entire security for all staff in right. that organization.
1: He's not there at all for a scuffle with guys in a helmet and pads. Well, well I don't know. I None mean – the refs. Well, what if there aren't enough refs? Like, there's got to be protocol. Like, I can't remember a malice in the palace on the football field. You know what I mean? There's been some nasty stuff, but – yeah, I, I mean, they I were hooking him up. He was the, I'm, just, I'm sure he's got a few more dates. That dude's he's got famous. Yeah,
4: 888-957-9570 is the number uh Steiny and Goo with you on 957 the game. I yeah, I don't know what what he's supposed <laughs> to do? What he's supposed to turn away from? What he's supposed to get involved in?
1: Um, they're saying maybe a big suspension for him coming. We'll uh, see. For, like for what? That's an NFL player. I oh, guess, Donnie. God forbid! It's just like I agree with the last
4: caller. It's like move on. It doesn't matter. It's it's much ado about nothing. Yeah. And I'm not not even like the guy is the guy. Sh- whatever he's. Gratuitous. He doesn't belong there, but Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was necessarily a huge deal one way or the other. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number uh, from the Comcast Business Text Line. If he was doing his job, why is the NFL investigating? That's what I'm asking. What's his job? You know his job? What's his job? Is his job to run away when there's an altercation? I mean, quit acting like you know what you're talking about. I don't know. What he's supposed to be doing and what he's not supposed to be doing. Uh, 888-957-9570. By the way, on the other side, we're giving away two tickets. Two tickets to the Warriors-Portland Trailblazers game. That's right. That's coming up after the break. Warriors play the uh, the Portland Trailblazers tomorrow. Make sure to tune in to the other side for your chance to win a couple tickets to Chase
1: Center. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network,
4: Portland in town.
0: Now back to Steiny and Guru on ninety five seven the game.
4: All right, righty, Guru with you on ninety five seven the game. And uh let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's give away a couple tickets to the Golden State Warriors Portland Trail Blazers game tomorrow. And let's make it the We'll use the contest line. Yep. So don't use the other line. So the contest line is 415 523 4652 fifth caller. Two tickets to the Warriors game tomorrow. 415 523 4652 bang bang there you go fifth caller two tickets to the Portland Trail Blazers game tomorrow at Chase Center uh let's say uh 510 on the uh, Comcast Business text line uh, my dad did security for Niners games Raiders games and Warriors games security companies and outside so those are the guards you see assigned to crowd control. Big Dom works directly for the Eagles and the NFL. His job is security for the players and coaches on the field. He isn't supposed to be involved directly with the game, though.
1: Mm. All right. So we'll see if they, they to do anything to him. Sounds like you could I, care less. I I don't, like I don't want... Yeah. I mean the other
4: thing is the play He that the play happened to occur where he was standing essentially like I don't I didn't see him run over there yeah. to to get involved maybe I missed something
1: um I guess the longer we go without hearing anything he's he's good
4: yeah 888-957-9570 is the number standing goo the on 957 the game and uh, we're giving away two tickets to caller number five on the contest line. We'll tell you who wins those tickets. But uh,
1: Big game. Uh, how you feeling about the Warriors, Gil? Uh, I take nothing for granted, and they gotta they got to come back and beat a young and athletic Portland team. I don't like where they're at after 20 games, Tony. I don't. I didn't see this coming. And I really don't know where to put my finger at on it. So, Well, the, the one thing I wonder
4: is, boy, how much are you loving the Niners now if you're a Warrior Man. fan? Man. Because they didn't want us talking about that game on Saturday on Monday. I know that. I know that. <sighs> Boy. But yeah. uh eight eight eight-nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number. Um we can talk some Warriors if you want. Uh we can go back to the 49ers and talk about their victory over the uh Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Um these aren't uh these are these are People who are calling for the contest on the line. Thank you very much. Just wanted to make sure. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to make sure that they love us. Um, tiny. Let's go. Uh, I, I want to listen to a couple more of these sound bites from uh, Brian Baldinger. Um, and this is the, the this is the the one that you've always been talking about, Goo Debo Samuel and his place on this offense okay. and what uh, how important is he? Even though he's not necessarily their bell cow,
3: the guy that to me just gives this team and this whole fan base just something to gravitate towards Debo, demo like he's just a different type of player like he gives that team a level of toughness that not that they don't have it they have it but he just gives them extra pop like nobody else you can talk about christian he's He's an MVP. You can talk about Trent. You can talk about all the, how well Brock is playing. I just feel like Debo gives that team something that a lot of teams don't have. They just don't have that type of spark mm-hmm. from a guy that's that tough and that hard to tackle. Damn. Who's the most
4: important playmaker the Niners have on their team, Purdy included?
1: You know, I'm going to go first. It's it's Debo Samuel. And I can look you straight dead in the eyes and tell you at the, four weeks in – my answer was not Debo. It's Debo, and it's pre-snap too, Steiny. It's the pressure and the threat of him in motion of where he can get the ball. Like, that means something, man. And, oh, oh, by the way, the three games he missed, Steiny went out early in Cleveland, they lost. And it's more to it than just his absence, but you can't tell me just that threat, that pawn on the chessboard. Like, Seattle don't have that. Kansas City doesn't have Dallas. Doesn't, Philly doesn't have that. Maybe hurts in a way because he can do so much. But good lord, Stoney, it's Debo, man. And I forgot.
4: I think like if 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 Debo Samuel. I'm trying to think what player the 49ers would have to be without to lower their Super Bowl chances the most. If you know what I mean, like if Purdy got hurt. Do they have more or less of a chance of winning it according to Vegas than if DeBo got hurt yes. or McCaffrey got hurt or Trent Williams got hurt? Like I'd love to know yeah. who's the most valuable 49er at least in terms of of Vegas and the point spread and what it what it all does to the to the odds. Like just off the top of my head, if you like, like if we put the if we put the skill position guys into a basket, Purdy McCaffrey Ayuk. Kittle Ayuk, Debo and I'll put Trent Williams in there I... just for the just for just for kicks I think if the 49ers I think go? their chances would be uh close I don't want to put this if if George Kittle got hurt for the year I think he would affect their Super Bowl chances the least of all those players in terms of uh the Vegas odds
1: I agree with you and I just kind of was was wondering. Who would be next? Um, because we saw them go to Minnesota without Trent and Debo, and they were eight-point favorites. Might to me, got, believe it or not, it'd be Ayuk. Wow. Now that shocks me coming from you. Well, who would your number two be? McCaffrey. And people are going to laugh. I understand what Brock Purdy is doing, and I do also understand what surrounds him, and that's why if Sam Darnold – Like, he don't got a Rudy Poodle, there goes my words down there, Rudy Poodle arm, Sam Darnold. I know he's been on ice like Martini, but if he were to get back on the field, yeah, he'd have to make the right decisions, but what would be around him would be the easiest and most simplistic quarterback, and he's done probably in his career because of the design, kudos to Kyle, and what you're working with. Congratulations to Kavion Gordon. Kavion Gordon, he's going
4: to the Warriors game tomorrow. So if uh, if you find yourself on hold, thinking you're going to win those tickets, you're not. You can hang up. Oh man. So I don't Good know job. if Renee or Tom is uh, wants those tickets or so they want to talk to us, but uh, we can interview them. We'll see. Are oh, you hurt? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good job. Yeah. No, I just I just i I just very curious to see how uh, Vegas kind of views the, the 49ers and all their playmakers. and I mean, to me, if you're telling me that Brock Purdy is the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl, that would tell me that if Purdy were to get hurt... MVP, you mean? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, MVP. That tells me that if Purdy were to get hurt, he would affect the 49ers future odds more than any other niner getting hurt, right? See, I don't know. But he's, don't... The M- he's the MVP. So if if, uh. if Vegas has him, even with Jalen Hurts as an MVP candidate, I've got to believe mm-hmm. that if McCaffrey got hurt or Purdy got hurt, Vegas would say the Purdy injury will be more detrimental.
1: Uh. I, I'm not going to argue that. And... You're right. He he is the favorite right now, so you would think that's what comes along with it. So I ain't mad at that. I just I'll go yeah Good nugget. Okay. I was just gonna say, I know I can't put into words as many times as I've come down Kyle's road for situational play calling past years, but Stani, I don't think there's one injury that he can't overcome. Like, he got Jimmy Garoppolo to the promised land, got him to two champions. How stressful was that? And the reason I bring Jimmy up is we saw Jimmy in a different program look like he had – it was the worst version of Jimmy. So I wonder if Kyle's sitting back. Of course he doesn't want to have to game plan for that. Like, Guru, I can do it with – I could do it with Darnold. It would be more difficult. I could do it without Debo. It would be more difficult. I've done it without McCaffrey. Be more difficult. I could do it without IU. Be more difficult. But, like, he's one of those mad scientists, Donnie, like, in a crazy way. He would never prefer this, but he could, Martin Luther King, he could overcome it. 888 957
4: 9570 is the number. What's more important for the Niners? Is it it that they go into the playoffs healthy? Is it that they have. Uh, home seed. field throughout the throughout the uh, throughout the playoffs, and they get that they get that that first round bye. I mean, it's one of those things. Would you rather go in as a number two seed, healthy, or would you rather go in as a as a one seed but banged up? Mm. I think if I'm the Niners, I'd rather go in as a two seed because
1: the health is wealth, huh?
4: And want everybody healthy right. because. I mean the one the one thing the forty ers can say is that when we've been healthy this year we've won. Yeah, well, so it's going to take somebody uh, to do what hasn't been
1: done to uh, to beat the niners if they're healthy. Go. So you are correct because we're bringing Vegas up. I, I got to go here and I want to feel like I told you yesterday. So tell me if I'm wrong. If you guess it, I'll say you you, you cheated. So Seattle is formidable. They had a halftime lead last year in the playoffs here in the Niners building. They lost a the game. Two weeks ago, Turkey Day, we were like, you know what? I didn't know what to expect up there. I did expect the Niners to win in Seattle. But, Stine, time weeks have gone by. Can you guess the line for Seattle game coming in here? They're a division foe. Uh, we know how hard it is to beat a team twice, especially a division opponent. Do you have any idea where the line is set for the Seahawks game this upcoming Sunday here in Santa Clara? I think he may get it, John. i probably get seven and a half. Twelve! Wow. Like, that's where this thing yeah. is going, and I ain't saying I don't believe it, but, I mean, Vegas is drunk on the Niners and, and what they've built, like, Good God!
4: I mean, that is pretty amazing.
1: Well, John Ross, good Lord, Seattle, what six and six? Yeah, and or they're in and the five. six and six, so and they're the Rams, riding the hunt.
4: The Rams and the Seahawks both six and six. Man,
1: now. they need the game. So essentially, it's a playoff game for Seattle.
4: Uh, it's an important game for Seattle. That's for that's for
1: that's for me sure. Twelve point
4: underdog. That's for good darn God. sure. Um, speaking of the
3: Seahawks, what's Baldy say? Well, they got a good coach. They got a great coach. And so they're going to be prepared. They've had 10 days to get ready. You know, DK can beat any corner in this league. You want to play man coverage. All right. DK can still get past you. I think he hit 23 miles an hour on. You know, on that, on that Thursday night game yeah. against Dallas. I mean, was, you know, nobody in San Francisco is going to catch that guy if he gets that kind of steam going. So, you know, they've, they've got that. This, you know, this Jackson Smith and Jigba is a good player. Like they could put three legitimate targets out there. And if you want to play man coverage, they'll have their man beaters up. And you know, Shane Waldron's a good offensive coordinator. It'll help if they if, if Walker is back. I don't know if he is or not. I haven't seen the injury report, but he makes a big difference because he's an explosive back. That if you miss a tackle, he can go a long ways. I, I just think defensively right now they're really struggling, and so to me the, the real question is: Can they stop teams right now? Yeah. And I've seen, you know, I just haven't. They've got a lot of young players. Devin Witherspoon is a really good young player, and but you know, Tariq Woolen isn't playing like he did last year. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know Bobby Wags is in there, and and Jordan Brooks will see if he's healthy, but they just haven't played well defensively. That's Brian Baldinger on with the Morning Rose. Wow.
4: Uh, talking about the Seattle Seahawks and their defense. Dallas scored bit.
1: forty-one on them. So you again it kind of has a parallel with Philly's defense. And we saw what the Niners did to that, but if Dallas can score 41, you gotta wonder why the Niners shouldn't be able to have their way offensively.
4: Yeah, exactly.
1: Man. Uh, 415, Stein, yesterday you said you'd
4: rather be the Eagles because they're in first place. Now you say the nine No, I'm asking the question. Mm. Would you rather have the number one seed? Would you rather have the number 1 seed a little nicked up you get that first round bye or would you rather the 49ers run the table stay healthy eagles run the table stay healthy but you go in knowing you have the number 2 seed yeah is uh is is the question i mean is there anybody obviously if you like the niners and you think they're better than the eagles you want to be the niners but the the Eagles are still the number one seed yeah. in in the in the uh, in the NFC. So all I'm saying is, I you'd still rather be the Eagles right now. You might not want to be the Eagles on Sunday night, but I think anybody taking the Eagles still right now, just because of the number one seed. Uh, let's go to uh, our buddy Dre. Dre's in Lamore. What's up, Dre? Hey, fellas.
6: How about that butt whipping on Sunday?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, Goo, I know you're a big Dallas fan. How do you like your chances Sunday going against the Eagles? Uh, Better than I ever have because of Philly's defensive issues, man. I mean, they're they're hurting back there, so we'll see if they can mask it, but I really like them. Yeah, I think you guys are going to ring up some points against them. That's for sure.
6: Uh The reason I called, I, you know, I just happened to put on your guys' show and a uh, very good question by you two. Would I rather be healthy or would I rather be the number one seed for the Niners? I've always told a lot of friends, especially over the last few years, I tell a Pittsburgh friend, every Super Bowl you guys ever won, you guys are lucky. He goes, how are we lucky? I go, because you were healthy for the most part. It takes a lot of health to play 16 or 17 games a year plus the playoff run, you gotta have health. You can't, you know, you can one or two guys be hurt, but for the most part, your health needs to be there. So for the Niners, I'd love to have them both, but if it came down to one, what happened last year when Brock went out? It doesn't have to be your quarterback. Mm. What happens? Debo goes out. Samuels. It's gotta be health, guys, and that's a part of luck. I'd rather be lucky than good. But no matter what Super Bowl team has ever won, there's been some luck involved.
1: Thanks, Dre. Appreciate it. So I'm going to put a quick rat on the table, Stanley. Oh, right. and uh, pest of the month were rats and mice. Rats and <laughs> mice. Uh, <yeah. laughs> leaders in the clubhouse. So the rat is, so you would rather take on that extra game for the health because let's say somehow they don't get the number one seed, you're healthy, but you got an extra game, as opposed well, to being banged up and getting the one seed, and not having to play that game.
4: Well, they haven't lost the game when they're healthy. Well, That's the, that undefeated. Would, that bro. would be the argument. Yeah, that would no, be the, it is.
1: It ain't even an argument.
4: That would be like the, the dilemma is, would you rather be healthy, knowing you have to play an extra game, or... A little dinged you get up. one, yeah, uh-huh. or, one, or one less, and, and you're a little bit dinged up, let's say. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Ty. Ty's in Daly City. What's up, Hi. Ty? How
8: you doing, man?
0: Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, listen, yeah. I think that there's something that's gone not said about Purdy and Shanahan that none of those other quarterbacks mentioned have, and that's the trust of the, court, of the coach. The coach basically trusts Purdy. That's the problem with uh, with Garoppolo. They mm. had to, like, dumb down the playbook for him so that – and, you know, he, that's why you see him running all the time because they don't trust him. With Percy the whole playbook's open, and none of the other quarterbacks, including Sam Donald, wow. have that. At least that's the case.
1: And I wonder when he won his uh, Kyle's trust. You know what I mean? Like, he had major success early and often, Stani, but I do wonder – when Kyle was like, man, this dude knows how to read it. He's not perfect, but when he trusted him. Because I really feel like he didn't trust Jimmy. And it was sometimes where he just had to close his eyes and hope. You know what I mean? Like, when did when did Brock earn that trust? Well,
4: I definitely wonder, for example, if, you know, hypothetically, if nobody gets hurt, is Purdy the quarterback right now? You know what I'm saying? What do you, what do you think about that, Ty? Wow.
0: I think that if he gets hurt, it's over.
4: Because no, no, no. I mean, is, I, with, I mean, would oh. would Purdy have emerged like he has wow, man. without the injuries? Or was it only because of the injuries? Or do you think, like, after a year, maybe Shanahan would have said, you know what, this actually is the man. guy.
0: No, I think that Purdy just has it, man. I mean, the thing is, it's, it's not about his talent. It's a thing that's unseen. It's his processing ability, especially on third down. Right. that's the thing third down is the time when you gotta pass and he, he, com- he delivers every third down most of the third down not every but most right. of the third downs, you can trust to look at the right side of the play not the wrong side like Jimmy looking at the back side of the play when you're supposed to be looking at the other side of the play he looks at the right side he, he, he does it, doesn't try to improvise right. he does what he's told mm. and he trusts the coach and then that means that the coach trusts him
1: well said yeah. appreciate it Ty what's the worst play this season for Brock the pick six against Seattle
9: yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Well and Steiny, to your point too, like with, with Purdy, will he would he have ever emerged?
4: That's
1: kinda of what this it yeah. is.
4: Crazy. Let, I mean,
9: let's let's not forget that, that Nate Sudfield had a guaranteed contract it's true. when he was drafted, and Shanahan went with Purdy and released Sudfield. True. true. So we there lie, was something Purdy? he saw early, whether it was third string or first string, Man. there was something he saw early in Purdy to keep him on a roster over Sudfield. That's true.
1: Great point. And to even draft him, John. I wonder That's how much life can, is crazy.
4: I wonder how much you can, like, how much you can assess if your quarterbacks taking third string reps. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I obviously Brock Purdy was probably a good processor in college, yeah. but can you only find out whether he can process in the NFL by watching his games? I'll tell you this. Well, can you see it in practice? I
1: don't know. Boy, you're gonna batumbo this, but you know I love bad analogies. We went to the knockout. Uh, Thing not too long ago, and you saw me shoot a shot. You didn't see me shoot a hundred, but you saw me shoot one. And I think with your expertise, you're like, "Goo, I saw your shot." I'm just uh, the analogy is: does Kyle just have to see one or two things from a quarterback to be able to, you know what, kind of? You know what? I, I don't got, know. Because <laughs> You're know, like, else, I'm guru, I saw yeah, your I shot. I, I didn't let you know it bothered me. You're like, I saw your wrist. I was like, oh, boy. I don't know. It could I mean, be something, man. Was... These dudes live
4: and breathe this. Let's go to Jose. What's going on, Jose? How you doing, man?
10: Hey, good afternoon, guys. Thank you for accepting my call. So, um, I just got two cents. I've been a Niner fan since around 2003, and everybody knows the Niners since 2002 all the way to 2011 when Alex Smith finally took us to the playoffs to play the Saints, we were trash. So as a Niner fan, all those years from 2011 till now, we've been blessed with great defenses, right? But as a Niner fan, man, every time we played those big teams or or, or important games, I was always scared, man. I was always like, oh, man, is our quarterback going to be able to do enough plays, you know, to get us over the hump? And for the first time, I can say with Brock Purdy. I don't have that feeling. Mm. Like, I'm confident. I feel good. Like I feel like, man, it's all going to be all right. And, you know, 2019, we had Debo. We had Kittle. We didn't have McCaffrey.
8: Mm-hmm. But we
10: had a bunch of other oh. good running backs. So, I guess to your guys' point of who's the most important player that we can't afford to lose, obviously, it's Brock Purdy. After that, I think it's CMC. Because look what happened after we traded for him. The whole offense just opened up. And Kyle Shanahan, just, his life became a lot easier. Then it has to be Debo, just because of that fear factor. Players don't want to tackle Debo, you know. And it's that swag when he comes out with that boombox with Trent Williams. <laughs> that means a lot too. <laughs> and number four, it would be Kittle. Why? His numbers, are, you know, they're not up there right now, but his blocking. We're we're a physical team, and then
4: fifth would have to be uh, a Uke. So that's my take. What right? if I? What if I, uh, Jose? What if I make you put Trent Williams in there somewhere?
8: Well, have to,
10: of course. Trent Williams is 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 a one of a you know once in a lifetime a generational player, of course. But what I'm talking about just like, um, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't put an offensive lineman, but definitely, definitely, I think uh, Trent Williams would be fifth, and then I would have to push a Uke to number uh, number six. Because yeah. remember, real quick, when Thanks, Stine,
1: when Trent, uh, when Trent went out, it seemed like McCaffrey and company couldn't run between the tackles. Like teams were shutting their run game down. I, yeah. I'm just saying, man. I mean, if I had to
4: rank the six six players yeah. with Trent Williams being one of the six, I'd probably put Iuk sixth. I'd put Purdy first, McCaffrey. Then it's like Debo slash wow, Trent Williams. Who's ever three, the yeah. other guy's four. Who's ever four, the other guy's three. And then Kittle, I.U.
1: McFly, 13. Our YouTube chats, Donnie. Yeah. Have Purdy, one. Trent, two. C-Mac, three. Debo, four. Kittle, fifth. And Iu six. We can do that if you want on the yeah. other side. Uh, after the
4: Kyle Juszczyk interview. Kyle Juszczyk was on this morning with Bonte and Shasky. Really good interviewer playing that on the other side at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But if you consider Trent Williams a skill position player... How would you rank the importance of those six guys? Purdy, McCaffrey, Williams, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo. Rank them one to six in order of importance. We can do that. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. And don't miss the kickoff show this Sunday with Larry Kruger and Lorenzo Neal live two hours before the start of the game. Join us at the Hilton Santa Clara for delicious food, great drinks, and the best pregame show in the Bay Area. Presented by Habas Law. You've been wronged. Habas Law will fight to make it right. Call 1 800 injured or visit HabasLaw.com. Coming up on the other side, Kyle Yuschek sitting down with Bonte and Shasky.